tomorrow and that is it for us today and we will leave you with a I can't do it we'll do it live we'll do it live do it live I can I'll write it and we'll do it live fucking thing sucks It's 88.5 transmitter radio. Uh, long break, but uh, some might say not long enough. Uh, I don't know who, but uh, as always, they call me Woody. And with me in the uh, just a duo pod as we return back with uh, double OTW out of the woods radio is uh, Ian, Ian the intern, although hardly, hardly an intern anymore. But how hardly. are we doing? We're doing pretty good. Feels good to be back. Feels good to be back in the hot seat, you know? Uh, back on air. Um, good vibes. Good vibes only. Good vibes only. It's it's weird, although how the setup works is usually you're directly in front of me anyways. Um, mm-hmm. But as the audio quality will probably tip off by now, we are doing this via Zoom, just like everybody else has been doing it, um, because of major news that we had foreshadowed. Uh, for months and then somehow it finally happened but uh now a current yeah current resident of la county uh how's uh how's the weather out there (laughs) the weather is phenomenal phenomenal every day it's the same every day no no changing it just is just the same what was it today like 80 and sunny uh, no, it doesn't. It's not actually that hot. Um, so like more, um, inland, I guess is like 68. Um, and then when you get out, you know, on the coast, um, in like Santa Monica, for instance, where I was earlier, uh, I mean, it dips down. I don't know what the exact temp is probably like 64, but then you have like a nice, a nice breeze on top of that if you're on the beach. So I mean, I'm not, I mean, I get acclimated. I'm acclimated, like already. I mean, <laughs> not that I never wasn't. I mean, I was never um, fit for the Minnesota cold. But you know, we were out on the beach today, uh, which I'll probably talk about um, in a little bit. But and I mean, like, dude, I have like a long sleeve shirt, t-shirt, and a hoodie on. It's a little breezy. <laughs> just, it's a little breezy, breezy, you know. That Pacific Ocean. Uh little wind off the uh off the ocean that waters there it gets a uh, gets a little chilly out there yeah it's uh it, does. it was warm back here warm and i mean i think i got to 32 today hey, and nice. uh, <laughs> i was out in like jeans and a sweatshirt feeling pretty good i broke a sweat on on the walk today walking the dog so Let's go. uh it's a little bit different but 
No, uh, yeah, it's 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 nuts. The last time we recorded, which we did have to check before we started doing this, it is mm-hmm. January twelfth, uh, twenty twenty one. Now, it was August thirty first. Was the last time we posted. We probably recorded a little bit before that, but mm-hmm. just about five ish months, four and a half. I don't know how to do month math. I'm really bad at that, but uh, yeah, break it down. Yeah. How did? Yeah, six months. <laughs> Close enough. <laughs> yeah, six months. Yeah. How did how did it all happen? Because we were hinting at it. We had some some inklings that. Some people were interested in mm-hmm. maybe employing you uh, as Correct. a as a model at that point, and then uh, yeah, take us from from August to January. What happened? Right. So yeah, the biggest obviously elephant in the room is I moved to LA. Um, so between whenever I was talking about this, right, um, or we had ever foreshadowed this, it was probably in August, probably the last couple of pods, maybe. Uh, so basically, fast forward to October. So now it's October, um, probably around the second week, second week of October. Uh, my friend who lives out here, I feel like we've maybe named her before, my friend Cam. Uh, at the time, she was working for a, um, like a uh, interior design, like staging company, um, small one. So it was basically she just, she was like her and the movers and then like her boss pretty much. Um, and her boss was signed to this agency and, you know, um, I had, I had met, I had met her boss before and, um, on one of my previous trips out here, but nonetheless, um, she was talking to her boss about me for whatever, I don't know what they're talking about. Uh, and then she was just like, yeah, I think he's got a great look. Uh, give me those pictures of him. I'm just going to send them. I'm just going to send them in to the agency. I didn't like know this was going down. <laughs> so this is pretty much like all kind of like, you know, without me knowing, I kind of had an idea, but not really. So Cam basically texts me and she's like, yo, we're sending your photos into this agency. I was like, all right. And at that point they're already in. And this was on a, um, on a, on a Monday, right? I think, yeah, I think they sent him in on Monday or Sunday. And um, like 12 hours later, I get an email carbon copied to me, sent to her boss. It says, hey, we're interested in setting up a meeting with Ian. Can you make sure he gets this? Because um, they don't, they, I mean, they don't know me. I'm not the one that sent him in. Um, and I was like, what? So, I mean, I this agency reached out and like, we want to set up a meeting with you, uh, blah, blah, blah. And so on Wednesday, um, so like two days after they sent him in, I have this meeting with the, the VP of this agency. And I mean, the meeting was so short. It was 15 minutes, honestly, if that. And he was basically <laughs> said, yeah, we'll sign you. Um, I'll send the contracts over. And if you want to sign, go ahead. If not, I mean, it's your choice, but we're going to send the contracts over. And then... Um, yeah, you basically sent the contracts over. I kind of thought about it for a little bit, and I just signed them. Um, but kind of going a little bit more into that, right? So when he was talking to me, he was like, look, I know you've never really thought about this necessarily. Um, and, you, and he's like, and I told him, like, I don't really know what I'm doing. Like, I'm pretty, you know, new to the block type of vibes. And he's like, all right, well, I recommend you looking at other agencies first before signing this. Find one that's, you know, that you want, um, maybe that fits more aligns with what you're going for. Um, he just, that's, that's what he recommended. You know, he wasn't trying to like 
swindle me into signing some contract. He was very much like, I recommend you looking at other places, see what they offer. So you can like compare and contrast. I kind of did that. Not really. Um, I kind of believed him. And especially when I looked at the contracts, I was like, this guy's being quite genuine. I mean, there weren't any fine print. It was very straightforward. And then there was a, um, after a short period of time, there was a thing in the contract that said, if I want to leave, I can. So um, after that grace period, I can just like leave if I want to. But yeah, so during the meeting though, I had lied to him and I had said that I was already in LA um, because there's no way they would have signed me if I wasn't where I should be, you know? Yeah, um, yeah. Was this advice from Cam to, to tell him this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, okay. yeah. Uh, Cam and her boss. <laughs> okay, yeah. Uh, shout out Cam, by the way. True. Big facts. Uh, so, yeah, I told him I was in L.A. And, yeah, so that happened. And then about a week went by. He's like, you know, give it a week or whatever. So about maybe five, six days went by, and I just just said, screw it. So I signed the contract, sent it to him. And then um, a day before I signed the contract, I had started looking for places to stay and stuff. Um but at the time of signing, I did not have a place to stay. I and so I signed it, and then forty eight after forty eight hours after I signed it, I was on the road driving out here. So yeah, like maybe yeah, let's 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 dive into that a little bit because I think everyone thinks, like I guess two parts of this: one, the literal packing up all my shit, all like most of it, right, or whatever, mm-hmm. all relative, and literally traveling cross country and moving on a whim, like yeah. Like, what's that? And then two, going into what is considered a top five worst place to, like, live in terms of, like, cost. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. how did that, like, those two things combined, how did that whole, like, figuring out how to, like, where to live go? And, like, what did you think, like, when you're doing it versus, like, now that you're in it? And it's like, oh, it doesn't seem that bad when you have a roof over your head. So, yeah, yeah. Um so maybe I'll dive into the, uh, the last part first. Um, so where to live, uh, Cam obviously gave me some suggestions. Um, she had been out here for like a year and some change. So she kind of knew like, where was a good, like, where's a good idea to live and where's not a good idea to live. So I basically just went on Facebook marketplace for majority of it. And even Craigslist. And I was just looking for like West Hollywood and Santa Monica, um, apartments. Uh, and I mean, I was looking for the cheapest one, you know, kind I mean, you know, naturally, but not like some sketchy, you know, gross place. So, I mean, mm-hmm. like right there, it's a gift. I had to find a balance on my scale. Um, what were but, like the, uh, what was like the price range you were looking at? <clears throat> I was looking for, I was trying to go no more than 1200 a month. Okay. Um, so like incredibly reasonable. Like I think everyone thinks right. of like LA and like trying to find apartments and, um, yeah. I mean, if you live with roommates, definitely. Yeah. If you live with roommates, um, you'll find a lot of places that are around twelve to like fifteen. You won't have a problem finding a place in that range. Um, But yeah, I basically made a post on um, like there's a Los Angeles roommates like Facebook group or whatever. Uh, I made a post and I was just like, "Hey, I'm Ian. I put some pictures. I'm looking for a place. Blah 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 blah. My budget." And I just watched the things come in. Um, and so I was kind of, you know, sifting through those, but also sifting through other people's posts and 
you know, I'm kind of doing this pretty fast. And it was quite stressful, very stressful. Cause especially since I knew I was leaving, I had to leave in like days, like literal mm-hmm. days. Um, but I happened to come across a guy who's like, Hey, my two roommates are moving out. I need to fill these spots, rent controlled building. Uh, you know, here's what bedroom one is price. Here's bedroom two bedroom two has its own bathroom price. And I, my, I literally saw it and I was like, I emailed, I was like, I want it. Like I'm in, I'm in. Cause no lie dude, my rent is $830 a month. Um, and uh, I literally got so lucky because I got it. Obviously here I am. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's, it's very stressful. It was very stressful because I mean, I did really had to like think about how much money I had in my bank account versus um like how much money I can put up front for rent because I don't know what I have no idea what the future you know would hold. You know, I had, I was just moving. I was just moving. And so it was it was a risk, dude. Definitely a risk. I mean I took a big leap of faith, but you know, I think we've talked about this before though, that I usually tend to bet on myself and bet that things, you know, will just work out somehow. Um and that's basically what I did, kind of like I've been doing my entire life. So that was that. And then, um, yeah, I got I got really lucky, you know, with the with the room with the the two guys I live with. They're they're super cool, super nice. Um, <laughs> I just got I got so lucky. Anyway, so then kind of unpacking that first part of the question. Um, so when I was packing up my stuff, okay, technically, okay, when I was packing and leaving, I didn't actually have this yet, this room. So I didn't know I had the room until like 12 hours after I started driving. Yeah. It was more of just like a YOLO. Um, and I don't have a big car. I mean, I do, but I don't, right? It's not like I'm bringing like a van down. It's a midsize SUV. Yeah. Right. It's decent. You know? Yeah. Um, I didn't know where I was technically living. Um, so I had just brought clothes and toiletries and like a pillow, some blankets and like some of my electronics, right? I didn't bring any furniture though, because I didn't know what I would need. And I just figured, you know, I'm just going to go down there and buy a mattress because that's going to be a hell of a lot easier than trying to pack up a mattress or, you know, I just said like, that's kind of like one of those things that was just like, I'm just going to have to buy. Um, I just need somewhere to live, right? I just need a roof over my head really and my clothes and, computer and stuff. And that's really all I need. So I basically took the bare minimum. So when I say packed up all my stuff, that's not really true, but I mean, I just picked up like what I needed to live with and packed in my car and started driving. Um, very, very interesting couple days leading up to that. Um, kind of scary, not gonna lie. Like what, what about it? Like just not the uncertainty of like the uncertainty I have never, I mean, obvi- I mean, not obvious, but like, I'm sure most people really haven't, but like I have never been in a situation where I'm just like, we're just moving across the country and I don't have a place to live yet, you know, with like my things. I've never done that. And that was pretty scary. Um, <laughs> cause I, the last thing I wanted was to get out here and not have a place to stay. And then have to like rent a Airbnb for a month or something while I look for a place. Um, yeah. But yeah, I mean, just like moving in general is just kind of like ugh, for me personally. Um, but I think it had it's to like be that done. for a lot of people. 
I think people yeah. in general are pretty down on moving, but yeah. Yeah, I mean, I just, I did it though. Like I, I kind of went out of my comfort zone and just said, screw it. Cause like, you know, previously when I talk about moving, it was always like planned. Like I'm going to have a certain income so that I know I'm going to be financially decent and I'm going to plan out where I'm going to live. You know, that's like how I roll typically. And this was so far out of my comfort zone that I can't believe I did it. Like looking back, like, holy smokes. That was weird. That was wild. Dude, it's nuts. Um, I, yeah. No, because we, we've mentioned that too, where it's like, whether it's on pod or, or off air or whatever, but like how oh, sometimes like that's almost worse when you get to plan, you have like time and you have plans and you get to kind of fall through because it creates that almost that like built in, not really excuse, but like almost a built in excuse of, well, if it if it's not going how I think it's going to go, I have more time and I can adjust it or whatever. Right. And it's a lot of times, you know, sometimes they're like small stake stuff. Sometimes it's bigger stake stuff, kind of like moving cross country or halfway across the country where it's like if you have – if you're counting on plans like working out and like everything needs to be in a certain way before you take that step, sometimes you never do it. Sometimes it's yeah. always just that, that carrot in front of the horse kind of thing. For you, this is kind of like that almost the other way, which – I've heard a lot, like just a lot of people talk about when they make the move out to like LA where it's like, yeah, if you have a safety net, it doesn't really work. You kind of just have to do it and not have a backup plan because otherwise you're just going to go to that backup plan or safety net. And it sounds like that was kind of when you tell the guy in the interview, yeah, I'm already in LA safety net gone. You got to get there as soon as you can. Literally, I have to be there. I have to be there because I sent the contract in on a, on a Thursday. Mm Mm-hmm. I sent him the contract on Thursday. I started driving on Saturday. Um, and I was going to get there. I had planned to get there on Tuesday. You know, and I mean, like, I figured that would be pretty decent because, one, they weren't going to have anything for me instantly. Yeah. You know, and two, it's the weekend. So, lot you know i was in my head right i mean i don't know the i don't know the at the time i had no i mean i don't really know the biz now but even at the time i had no, i knew nothing i mean who knows maybe the weekends are popping but um yeah in my head it was like all right the weekend's gonna be chill i don't know that's gonna probably gonna happen so if i just say i have something i just oh, I, i'm a bit yeah available tuesday onward then we're golden so yeah 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 i just um just pulled the trigger and freaking did it so i guess we're here now (laughs) yeah no i it's kind of funny because it's like one of those things where you know we spent the last what year two years talking about how cool it would be to like basically do what you just did yeah and then i mean not all of us are able to sign with a modeling agency and that's be the reason why (laughs) we move out there but like it's it's just nuts because it's like it's stuff that i would argue that like opportunities like this happen for a lot of people. Just they either don't see it or like we were talking about just a little bit ago where it's like, oh, if it's not happening according to my plan or on my timeline, I don't want to do it then. I want to do it when it works for me. And a lot mm-hmm. of those times, those, those opportunities, they don't look how they, you know, how we want them to look, but also they don't happen when we want them to happen. And right. it was almost as, you know, some people it does. And maybe yours is more closer to that. Maybe it worked out in that way. Just some other things weren't weren't necessarily like 100% aligned but it's just like that crazy thing where it was an opportunity presented and it's like yeah fuck it i think like, let's uh, do it. i think another piece of that too though um was the fact that i mean it's not like i had a job 
at the time yeah. either. Yeah. Um, I had nothing, literally nothing tying me down. You know, uh, I had no job. I didn't know, you know, what I was going to do. Um, you know, I was just kind of like, screw it. You know, I mean, there's nothing tying me down, you know? And I mean, all of a sudden I have this opportunity. So I, I have to, you know, I have to, and, yeah. you know, I mean, my mom has always been supportive too, you know? Um, and she even said, you know, if you go there, all you have to do is wait three months. If you don't like it after three months, you can just come back home. Like, yeah. all right. You'll just have to pick up a job and pay rent and just send the cash. Like if you're not living there, you know, mm-hmm. like if mm-hmm. the worst comes to worst, that's what I do. Yeah. You know, there was, I mean, honestly, there was literally no, I mean, I mean, the downside would be me spending all this money getting out there and stuff. And then just like, uh, it's pretty much wasted money, I guess. Yeah. But, oh, well. So like I was just in like kind of the perfect situation to um, where, I mean, I mean, I have a fan, like my mom and I have my family, right? Where they're like, if you need to come home, just come home. I mean, you know, and I didn't have a job tying me down. I didn't have a girlfriend. I didn't, you know, it just, it, it, it was one of those things where like the more I thought of it, the more I was like, like, Ian, I know you're super uncomfortable doing this because this is bizarre, but like, if you don't do this right now, you're probably going to regret it forever, you know? And I've been kind of thinking about that thing where like, you don't want to wake up in five years and then regret not doing something. Um, and I was like, this is probably one of those things that that phrase is talking about. Um, <laughs> so yeah, I just, we did it and it all worked out. It all worked out somehow. Yeah, um, no, exactly. It, it's nuts, man. It's nuts. It's like exactly how you said it, where it's five. It, there's so many of those times where it's like everyone can do that. You just play the thing back to five years, three years, 10 years, whatever set amount of time you want to look back and be like, man, oh, remember all those things this. I could have did or what if I would have did this? Maybe it turned into that. And mm-hmm. it's one of those things where it's like these situa- like these opportunities, like the one you have right now, it's like one, not everyone is literally not everyone has this opportunity. But, like, mm-hmm. two, in some way, this opportunity has probably presented itself where it's, hey, choose to be really uncomfortable, but timing-wise and situation-wise in life, it kind of makes sense. Just you would have to choose to get outside your comfort zone and not just, like, step outside the front door of it. Like, leave. Jump out into and the like, abyss. Yeah, into, like, exactly, just the abyss of, like, unknown. I hope there's water <laughs> underneath this cliff type jump. <laughs> Precisely. And it's uh, it's one of those things where it's it's – exactly what you said or it's like i yeah it might not work out three worst case scenario i move back three months have a bunch of money i have to pay back whatever pick up a job we figure it out yeah. and that that alone holds so many people back from just even trying it out when in reality mm-hmm. five years from now you're probably not going to miss that like rent money if it didn't work out and so far it is kind of like working out so uh which we'll we'll, we'll touch out at the end i think we're going to save that yeah. part part for yeah, the yeah, end yeah. um but uh <laughs> We were kind of talking about it a little bit before we start. We hit record, but daily life has to has to be better than here. Uh, well, actually, I guarantee you it's better than here because my day today sucked, uh, <laughs> like everyone else is here. I I don't know why people choose to live in Minnesota, but here we are. Um, what what is the average day from somebody now who, in a weird time, because you know it's they're not out of this COVID pandemic thing yet, but like, what is the typical Ian day of 
out, out now that you're L.A. Ian. L.A. Ian. All right. So, um, I mean, yeah, I mean, like some things we got to kind of have to um, realize is one, I only know one person out here still, excluding my roommates, right? Um, so excluding my roommates, I have one friend um, and I can touch on the whole like meeting people and friend thing later too. Um, but I know one person who has a full-time job who has a life. So it's not like I'm hanging out with people. So basically, yeah, I get up, you know, around like nine o'clock typically, um, and just kind of like lounge around in my bed, you know, check emails, um, surf the web, you know, like, I mean, that kind of thing, you know, uh, eat breakfast. And then from there, it's kind of like, I don't have a whole lot to do, to be honest. There's not a whole lot of like substance to be doing for me personally right now. Um, so typically like, like I pretty much do every day around 1230, 12 to one, I'll, uh, you know, pack my, pack my little beach bag up and I'll drive out to drive to the beach, Santa Monica beach, and I'll plop my cheeks down in the sand and I'll start reading (laughs) and then I'll read and kind of just think. And sometimes I, you know, call now some people or call my mom or whatever, you know? Um, so I'll be at the beach doing reading or whatever for about hour and a half to three hours, um, depending on the, the day and how I'm feeling. And then I'll come home. I'll, um, check more emails and, and honestly just like surf the web, make myself dinner and then go to bed and <laughs> do it all again. Now, <laughs> there are days where like all of a sudden I get an email from my agent. He's like, yo, you have an audition. It's due at this time. Now that's another thing, right? I have to always be ready to go. I've had auditions since moving out. I have auditions where I get an email, yo, like a self tape audition is due in like three hours. And then I'm like, okay, I guess we're, <laughs> we're setting up. We're trying to fill myself. And so I, click accept because I accept all these I've only not accepted one audition but that was because I was home um over the holidays I went home a little bit early and I told them that but I still it wasn't like a here's an audition for you it was like if you want to do this do it but I was home so I said no but anyway so yeah I confirm it and then I set my camera or my phone up on my little tripod and I kind of go over what I'm supposed to what the scene is or whatever and then I do it so those those auditions are sprinkled in there you know, once or twice a week, one week I had four. So, I mean, they're sprinkled in there randomly. I have no idea when they're going to come. I have to be ready to go whenever. Um, so yeah, I mean, that's pretty much it. You know, lazy morning, uh, eat lunch or pick up lunch, go to the beach, eat my lunch or not. Um, read FaceTime, go home, chill, eat dinner, chill, go to bed, do it again. <laughs> so Very other than like, last. yeah, other than like not having your, your PC, so you can't really, we were talking about this earlier before we started quarantine, so you can't really game yet. Right. Um, and like no like TV necessarily, but like it's pretty much like living the dream. <laughs> like other than the whole like, yeah, there's no like income coming in uh, unless you, you know, get an audition. But um, like, I yeah, it's, it's January now. So it's like 60s, maybe 70s every once in a while out there. But like, still better than this shit that we're in in Minnesota. Yeah. But and I mean, um, yeah, it's a nice sixty. So I mean, yeah, I mean, I pretty much just hang out. I mean, I try to come up with new things to do, but it's 
It's a little boring right now. I'm not going to lie. But I think a lot of that, too, stems from the fact that I don't really know anybody out here yet. Sure. Um, like I said, I, I know my, my two roommates and I have my friend Cam. Um, but, I mean, there's not a, it's not like we can really go anywhere. You can't go out to eat. I can't go to a bar. I can't go try – I can't go salsa dancing or I can't go to the – you know, I mean, there's mm-hmm. not a whole lot to do. Um, kind of hard to meet people as well. So, I don't know. We're figuring it out. Speaking on that part of it, though, a little bit, like, once we're clear of lockdowns, quarantines, pandemic, whatever, and we're back to, like, some level of normalcy or some level of uh, being able just to do things at, like, a normal level, um, like, have you thought about, like, the making new friends part or, like, how you're going to go about that or, like, I think that's a big thing too that a lot of people think of like oh like i don't know anybody like what what are you gonna do for that do you think <laughs> to be honest i don't know <laughs> i have no idea i couldn't give you an answer <laughs> try to meet someone at like a bar or something maybe start talking to someone but there's not a lot of places where like people congregate and i mean yeah i could uh I could go to the beach and try to talk to someone, but I feel like that's a little bit of a weird scenario, especially if, you know, I mean, everybody at the beach is isolated by themselves or with a group or pair of people, you know, I mean, I feel like mm-hmm. that's just a weird scenario to go up to people and try to engage in conversation. And sometimes I'm kind of socially awkward and I'd rather just like not try to do that. Um, but again, you know, I mean, I, it's not like I think very far ahead anyway. So it's like one of those things where I'll tackle when I can, I guess. Um, but yeah, that's going to be interesting and kind of tough. But it's got to get done. I got to figure it out somehow, you know? I guess. It'll happen. I It'll happen. I mean, <laughs> I just don't know when, you know? So. Have you, like, talked to very many of, like, the other I don't know. Is it like a modeling agency? So yeah, maybe take, explain that a little bit. Is it like an mm-hmm. all-around like talent agency? Or are you like focusing on trying to be like in the like, right. acting side of things? Or is it more like model so, like stuff? Um, or? This agency is like a print and commercial agency. Okay. Um, from what I can kind of tell, it's kind of more focused on commercials, but they still do a lot of print. I think they're focusing me right now on just commercials. I've had um, one thing where I got put into the pool of um, modeling for a uh, clothing company um, to be a part of their, like, uh, like when you go to their website, like when you look at the clothes or whatever, and they have people modeling them, like one of those, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I got put into the pool for one of those. I mean, I didn't get that, unfortunately. That would have been so nice to get, actually, because the payout was freaking stupid. Um <laughs> that's another thing to do these payouts are can be insane for like such little work they can also be nothing for the same amount of work which is weird it goes both ways anyway mm-hmm. um but yeah so far it's pretty much just commercials for me i think that's kind of what they're focusing on me so i trust their judgment i mean i'll take what i can get but they do do print and uh like commercial acting i guess um no TV shows or movies, though. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. I think, I mean, that's, I think that's reasonable, like, starting out to, like, beyond reasonable, probably. Like, yeah. for, for someone that doesn't really know anything, in the sense that, like, just didn't live there. Um, right. But, like, yeah, no, it's, 
I don't know, is have they like talked to you about like future stuff or is it just so new that they're just kind of like, we're just trying to see how this all fits in six uh, to 12 yeah, months. More and... like that. I mean, they try to give me, they try to give me roles and I just keep trying to get better, get more used to it, get comfortable, get better, get more gigs mm-hmm. and then see where, see where it goes. You know, um, the market, um, and it's weird because they've talked like in that original meeting, they talked to me about the, uh, the market of like what like who is selling right now mm-hmm. like in terms of like looks um and so that's another thing that like varies you know like a lot of um like right now what's i mean there's a lot of uh like um darker skin people are selling okay like a lot more people like commercials and agencies are, got, are going with a lot more dark skinned actors um at the moment and that's what they sure. told me they don't they, they, they told me we don't Right now we're like not signing blonde hair and blue eyes. We're not, but we'll, we like your look and we're gonna, we'll do it. I was like, all right. So, I mean, you know, it's kind of like that too. I mean, I could be really good. Like I could be the best actor ever, but if I don't fit the look of what, um, you know, companies, brands are wanting to put certain people in, then it doesn't, Mm -hmm. you know, it doesn't matter how good I am. You know, it's literally just the climate of who's selling, which is interesting, you know? Yeah, no, for sure. I think that that makes a lot of sense. I think that's something that I think everyone like is kind of aware of. And uh, I probably too new for you to like see like the ugly side of that, too, of Mm -hmm. like you said, where it's like you could be the best person by a a mile. But if they're not looking for blonde hair, blue eyes, you know, lighter skin, doesn't matter. And I think that goes it goes both ways. Um Maybe like 20 years ago, it would have like went in your favor a lot more, and now it's oh, maybe yeah, not so I'm much. Sure. But I'm sure I would have just been <laughs> popping off. Yeah, yeah. Have you like met any like of the other uh, like people signed to your agency? Not really. I, not, like, I haven't even met my agent in real life. <laughs> just zooms and like phone calls. Yeah, and stuff? just that. Honestly, dude, I've only zoomed him one time. I've I've had a couple phone calls and I email him, but like I've only zoomed him once. I've seen his face like one time. Um, so yeah, basically this agency is a little bit smaller. Um, they have the, the president, the VP and another person. And those three are the ones that, uh, find work for pretty much everybody. Sure. Um, that I'm aware of. They're kind of like the three, maybe those are the three recruiters. Maybe that's what he said, actually. So those three are the recruiters. There's three recruiters. Um, and I don't know how many people are like finding or like the talent or the, the work finding for talent actually. Cause there's, you know, a solid, I think there's a, <clears throat> a fair few people signed to this agency. Um, but yeah, it's just, it's interesting who's selling and how the work comes in, I guess. Transitioning to what most people from here want to hear about LA and the move and my guess is it's you're sitting in one of two boats you're either in or one of two crowds like the ones that are like oh i hate la i don't like any of that stuff i'm minnesotan i'm midwest like chicago is plenty big for me uh, i love the cold blah 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 all stuff that's like you complain about all those same things too in the same breath normally or it's the man can't wait to like get out or i'd love to experience that for some period of time uh, it'd be nice to like experience that. So like, what are some things you think that like, in terms of the move, let's start, let's start positive that like 
pros of moving out or like things that you like definitely appreciate about LA um, and like don't miss about living in Minnesota anymore? Well, everybody's everybody's just say the weather. I mean, that's just okay. Excluding that, sure, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. that's like a you know it's it's kind of lame. Yep. But um, I like I think the ability to go to the ocean though, and even um, have mountains so close. You know, hours. If I wanted to go into the mountains, right? It's just like a couple hours drive. Um, like that kind of accessibility is to me super sick. Um, and it's kind of something more and more, maybe it's cause I grew up in the Midwest, I think probably that I appreciate it more. Um, that's huge. Um, positive. Another positive is just like being able to wear my clothes. <laughs> um, I have a huge jacket like over it for five of, months. Right. Yeah. Um, and not having to worry about like, is it going to get wet? Um, and that kind of a thing. Um, that's a pretty big positive. Um, trying to think of like other good positives that like don't really, I think when this is over, like when there's more normalcy and I have like a friend, a friend group, right. I think there's going to be a lot more to do all the time. You know, I think, I mean, when like Midwest, I mean, you're kind of um, capped right from like summer, maybe spring, but like summer to, I mean, for me, it was like summer to like sometime in the fall of like being able to go out and do things. Um, I can go out and like do things, I guess, right mm -hmm. outside pretty much whenever. Um, I think there's also just like a lot more cool things to do out here. Um, and what I'm trying to think like get at is kind of like uh, like go to like, like Santa Monica Pier, right? That's a like, thing to do, mm -hmm. right? Like if me and a couple of buddies like – I'm granted it's closed right now. Like all that stuff that we did when we went out there is like closed. I mean, you can still walk down the pier, but it's not the same, yeah, you yeah, know? Yeah. Um, I mean, that's like a thing to do. Right. Yep. Um, and I feel like there's a lot more of those kind of things to do out here because it's nice all the time. If that makes sense. I think so. So I think like, I think there's just like a lot more to do out here when all this is out, like in general. Um, like more stores for me to shop at. Um, just, I feel like it's, you know how like you're happy in the summer, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. Like you can go out and you're like, this is, you know, I wish it was like this all the time. It's that out <laughs> here, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that's like, like once I kind of get into my groove, you know, like in terms of just like work, money, whatever, friends, I feel like it's just going to be sick, but like, obviously I'm not at that point yet. Mm -hmm. um, I don't know. I mean, like me personally, I kind of like, I've always thought I liked, and I think I do like this lifestyle, LA type lifestyle, right? Um, being out here, being able to do like whatever, you know, these LA things. Um, it's not for everybody, but I think it's for me. And I think, and I can't say that for sure. Cause I've only been out here for so little time and I don't really have, people to do things with <laughs> as sad as that sounds including that it will be super dope i can I, I can tell like it's one of those things you're able like I, i'm able to feel right um so i kind of deviated from that positive negatives a little bit but um i'd say those are probably the biggest positives you know um it's just like a different it's almost like a different way of life almost mm -hmm. 
kind of, in a sense. I don't know. It's just different. It is different. No, for sure. I think that's like when, because we went out there, that's almost a year ago now, which is kind of nuts. It's about like almost exactly 11 months ago. And like that was the second time I was there. I think it was like the second or third time you were there as well. And, you know, it's like, I think we, when we go on those LA trips or went on them, I guess they'll just be coming to visit you now is, is the, is the trip. But, um, it, if we, I feel like the two of us, uh, like the most of it, like out of the group would like just pretend like we live there. It was more like, Hey, I got like five days off from work. Let's just like do stuff that we want to do. Um, and that was kind of like the feel. So like, I, I kind of get like that same sense you're describing where it's, it's a tough thing. And I think if you say like, or if you ask the question to people, like what is the LA lifestyle, it's going to be a different answer from everybody. And that's something that's like, like unique about it. that is an answer of you ask Minnesotans and it's going to be relatively something about miserable weather for like half the year, um, like developing some sort of like toughness because of that. And like being like flyover country, you know, country or whatever. And I think, out there like again like you said it's just more options and to me it was always something where is is something similar to what we're doing in la like available in other parts of the country for sure but there might only be like one or two of those things out here you get a pick from like 10 different examples of that thing and each one of those are going to be its different like own thing too um but like what are now that you've been out there for roughly two ish months like have you and and now the pan actually okay like I mean, technically, right? Because I've been out here since I moved into my apartment on November 1st. So, yeah, I guess two full months. I've only, like, been here, though, for, um, like, four. I guess five this last week. Okay. Because I was here for three weeks before Thanksgiving. Um, and I And then I went home. I came home on the 14th of December. I don't remember when I came. I don't remember when I flew back from Thanksgiving, though. So maybe one, two, five, five, six weeks. I've been out here six weeks. Okay. Um, because I basically talked to my agent. I was like, "Is there gonna be a lot for me to do?" Because it really slowed down. Like, I wasn't getting any emails from like these databases or anything. There's just like a not. I found that there's nothing. Like people don't shoot really anything after Thanksgiving. Hmm. So I was like, "Well, I'll just fly home for." I'll just be home for longer, cheaper. <laughs> but yeah, so I guess, okay. Yeah, two months. I know, I've been here. I've lived here. I've only been here for like six weeks. It's kind of bizarre. <laughs> Is not that long. Yeah. So I think what I was going to ask, so now that you've been out there, like what, are there any, like any things that you miss? Although like you've been home recently too. So I feel like you could have got like those things as well. But like, is there anything that, and again, pandemic obviously affects this because you're not getting the full experience yet. Um, also, it's relatively new. But are there like there are already little things that you can tell where it's like because there always are with everywhere people move. I think it's uh, the thing. I'm I guess there's two, right? Mm-hmm. But I mean, I think that just comes with moving. Um, one is just like um, the comfortability of home. Sure. Like I'm still not comfortable out here. I would say. Um, and two is like access to friends, but that's really it. I guess like cheaper everything. Can I even say that? I think so. I think that's valid. That's a valid point. I mean, everything is cheaper at home. (laughs) McDonald's, gas, groceries, everything is cheaper. Um, so I guess I miss that, but I think it's just like, I guess 
from when I was at home, it's just how comfortable it was. Because it was comfortable. I mean, living at home was, I mean, it was nice. You know, to, to an extent, right? I mean, um, it's very easy living at home. Yeah. Is it is it still, like, surreal and weird when you wake up? And, like, everyone wakes up and it's just like you're in your bed. But then, like, once you're, like, decently up, that, like, oh, I'm not in, like, a bed in Minnesota. I'm, like, still miles from weird. the ocean or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. It's still... I mean, like I said, I still can't believe I did this. This isn't, like, what I did was psycho, I feel like. I have, I started driving without a confirmed place to live. Who does yeah. that? Yeah. But, like, do you think that it could have happened any other way? Like, now that you've, no. like, done it, right? Yeah. I mean, it, it, it had to be like this. There's no way. There's no way it would have happened any other way. Like, especially, like, knowing, like, my life, dude, this was just how I'd had to happen. Something bizarre. Mm -hmm. In some bizarre fashion, that's how it had to happen. Oh, man. It's, it, it, it is bizarre. It's, <laughs> like, it's nuts. And it, it'd be nuts. Like, this alone would be kind of like a, man, like, I think, again, we all have friends that, you know, friends or acquaintances or family members that, that, we probably know of somebody in our lives that has done something similar, whether it was like moving for that for college, although college has that built in community aspect that this doesn't. Well, that, and it's like planned. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. You know where you're applying. Exactly. So like the unplanned, whatever. And so like that, the, the, the not on, it wasn't disorganized. I mean, maybe it was, but like it was, yeah, exactly. There wasn't like a plan of, I'm going to build up to this. It just kind of happened. Like all of this is like by itself, like nuts to begin with. But then like on top of that, uh, I don't know if, for those listening, watched any sort of television this weekend dealing with the NFL playoffs. Like, is the I, I don't think it's the only thing you've landed. I feel like you've done a couple other things, or is this it? Is this the only thing? Technically, it's the only thing I've. It's the only gig I've got. Only gig you so get, far. and it goes to nationally broadcast television. Uh, it was a little bit of a, a hint. The I guess you won't know this yet because we're in post production, but it's the song at the start of the at the start of the episode of. You land a national or nationally broadcast, I don't know what the wording is, but TV commercial spot, whatever, involving the yeah. Super Bowl. Like, <laughs> how, like, how, like, take right from the beginning of you getting, I mean, it sounds like you get emails, that happens. Was this one that, like, uh, an eight-year agent, like, referenced, like, hey, this is, like, a real thing, or, like, is it likely? And then to now where it's, like, it's done, you shot it. Like, how, like, was that whole experience? Yeah, so that, so yeah, the Pepsi halftime Super Bowl commercial, um, that was probably the fourth audition I got, <laughs> um, or something like that. It was like fourth or sixth, um, within the first three weeks, um, the did I say three weeks? First three weeks I got there. That was like the ones that were rolling in my first, my first few, mm -hmm. um, and like when I get these audition notices, it's just a form of an email that gets sent up from my agency. Um, there was no, I mean, there was no other like note on it. It was just like, here's the audition. I didn't actually under, really understand what it was going to be. Right. I only have a limited knowledge of like what these commercials are. Um, I like, I knew it was for Pepsi and I kind of, it, it said Pepsi, Pepsi HTS. 
Um, Which now obviously so, is halftime show, but like at the same, yeah, at the time. And I kind knows? of figured, I kind of thought so, but like I also, they don't give out, you know, discreet like secrets, you know? Um, and I only knew like what my scene was I was supposed to act out and send to them. Um, so, I mean, it wasn't, and I mean, like previously there was um, like, like auditions I mean like when I get these auditions they're like a lot of the time it's for like big like brands you hear of like everybody knows so like I'm kind of I mean it was kind of like all right this is just normal um and yeah I was like dope that's Pepsi like it's sick but I just kind of did it like I did any all my other ones you know I just try the best I can to like do what they tell me um so I mean yeah so I uh I get that I do it um as I'm flying home for Thanksgiving, um, I get off my plane and I get like, I have like two texts from my agent and like two in an email, the email says something. And my agent's like, text me like, did you see the email? I need you to respond. And cause I just got, I was like, sorry, I just got the plane. Um, he's like, are you available these dates? And I was like, yeah, why? And he's like, all right, you just got pretty much past the first round <laughs> for, um, this Pepsi commercial. And, you know, I was super ecstatic because it was like my first gig, right? I mean, like, regardless of what it was, it could have been for a sh- like New Balance, like a print only of like my knee up or something. And I would have still been ecstatic. But um, so, yeah, I mean, I, I, I get the email and I feel like I'm kind of going off tangent. Kind of, no, what was the question again? Just like, just no, that- exactly, exactly this. Just like yeah, the experience okay. of like okay, okay. this. Um, yeah. Right. So, yeah. So, I mean, I get an email saying one of the casting directors pretty much gave you a callback. Um, but this, for whatever reason, they weren't doing callbacks for this one. Um, I, my agent pretty much just got a notice, hey, we like him. We're going to put him through the next round. And then he got another email that night saying a different casting director also liked mine. So I don't know how many casting directors there were, but two different of them liked my audition enough to like tell my agent and then basically i think it was the next day i found out i got it he's like congrats they booked you um here are the dates make sure you have nothing going on you have to be available right because i mean you just got booked so there's no like backing out otherwise that makes you look bad it also makes us look bad was kind of like the underlying like common sense you know um, so, I mean, I was kind of pooping myself cause I was like, oh shit, I just got, I just got booked or, you know, I just booked a gig. Um, I didn't know the scope. I did not know the scope. I didn't know necessarily what the commercial was even going to be other than like kind of the scene I did. Um, and I mean like, yeah, my mom was freaking super excited, but I wasn't, I'm not allowed, like, I'm not allowed to really tell people like when I submit the auditions, I technically sign an NDA every time. Like, I'm not allowed to release any information. I'm not even supposed to tell like my mom, like I did a audition for Pepsi, right? Um, but since I got it, I, I'm pretty sure I can disclose this. Um, At this point, it's been anyway. aired on TV. So yeah, I... I, I... Yeah, so yeah. Um, <laughs> um, so yeah, so I, I had the shoot dates. I had like the dates for my COVID test. Um, and so basically right when I got back from... It was like a week after I got back from Thanksgiving, there was going to be a shot. So I, I mean, I got, they scheduled for me to go somewhere to get a COVID test. I got a COVID test 
And then it was basically me just showing up to the shoot. Um, and that was like super bizarre, man. <laughs> like it was, I think at that moment I was like, dude, this is like Hollywood. Like, this is like, you're not really fucking around. Like, this is, like, this is some real shit. It was wild. I, it was so, it was definitely a top five, top three moment in my life. Serious. Like, it was that insane. So, I mean, yeah, I show up for my shoot. Um, I show up at 4.30. I mean, I get there. I don't really know. I don't know what to expect. And I, they don't know that I don't know what to expect, right? Yeah. They're just like, whatever. It's a guy. Yeah, we like the look, whatever. Yeah, he can yeah. do this thing. Uh, and I'm not telling people this is my first shoot because how trash would that look, you know, fake it till you make it. I mean, I got to look like a zillion bucks. Um, so yeah, like what happened? So yeah, I, I show up to the location. Um, <clears throat> I get there, I get kind of, I get checked in all that jazz, funny little quick side thing I'm going to say. So as I'm sure you can see from the commercial, it takes place in a grocery store, right? Um, they rented out this small mom and pop grocery store for it. Um, so I get there on set and there's a bunch of like trucks and lights and people outside in the parking lot doing their job, like doing things, setting up. And so I walk up and I don't really know where I'm supposed to go. I don't know where check-in is cause I can't see it. It turns out it's on the other side. Anyway, I start walking up to the front and you have these two guys that are kind of like, they look like they're kind of like bouncers or security. They're kind of like, no, like not letting, you know, um, civilians in. And I start walking up and they can tell I'm walking to them. And I hear one of them, Oh, we got a bogey inbound. And I'm just like, I'm, and so I start walking up and they're like, it's closed to the general public. And then out from like a distance Ian, no, he's with us. He's talent or whatever. They said something. I look at him like, yeah, that's what's up. <laughs> <laughs> that was super funny because they thought I was just some random guy trying to go shop. And then I was like, no, no, no. Um, so I thought that was pretty funny. Anyway, uh, yeah, I get there. I get checked in and I do a brief um, like wardrobe fitting. They kind of, they want to still check out. Uh, they weren't 100% sure on what I was exactly going to wear. They had options. They were still trying to figure it out. So I do that. That only takes like... 30 minutes or something. And then, um, and then I'm just like waiting. I'm like in this trailer, just sitting there, nice. like not doing yeah, anything. So you got a trailer. Um, no, I didn't have a trailer. <laughs> I, I was sitting in a trailer. Um, it wasn't really for, I mean, it technically it was for me, but it was also for the other talent. So there's another girl that ended up showing up after me. Um, I just ended up like sitting in there for like a couple hours until my time was called. Mm -hmm. um, and I mean, then, then what? Send then seven thirty rolled around. Everybody broke for lunch or dinner, I guess, and they catered in like this super good food. <laughs> it was actually super freaking good. It was like barbecued chicken uh, and like grilled on the wing or whatever. And they put barbecue on it, like these super good mac and cheese, um, like some bread. It was just, it was bomb. Like it really was bomb. And that was like an hour lunch, or hour like the right. So then, and then eight thirty rolls around, and then it's like, all right, Ian, you're up to bat. So then I go get my get my stuff on, get my outfit on, and then I go to makeup, and they start doing my makeup. 
And then it was like kind of building up, right? Like they have a set amount of time to shoot this. And I kind of was realizing that as it was getting closer, I just from like who the um, production manager or like maybe that's what I would call him. The guy who's pretty much calling the shots of like when, who's where, like kind of figuring out where everybody's at. I could tell it was like getting up to go time. I was like, oh shit. Um, so makeup's done. I have this like visor on because I have makeup. I can't wear a mask. And he's like, all right. And then he's on his walkie talkie. All right, we're about to walk in over, over or something like that. And then he's walking in front of me. He has to walk in front of me to like bring me in. And then I have wardrobe and makeup behind me. I felt like I was being escorted in. Dude. It was so sick. Like I'm not even going to downplay it. It was so, it felt so dope to be like, I felt like I was Brad Pitt starring in a movie, which I kind of was, dude. I was like the only actor there. I was like, you know, um, <laughs> so yeah, they bring me, um, I go, I go down, I go down the aisle, like where it's going to get shot. Um, everybody's like pretty much all set up. You have the sound guy getting boom mic pretty much in steady. All of a sudden I get hooked up with a mic i get hooked up with an earpiece i meet the director um all this and then they kind of the and then the camera is like right there just giant ass camera you know like um every yeah, all of a sudden i'm like in the aisle i kind of still don't know what i'm supposed to do and all of a sudden be like all right everybody get where you're like positions or whatever and the director starts talking he's like all right let's you're gonna do this and you're going to do this and you're going to do this. And it was nothing. It was really not very similar to what my audition was. So right then and there, I realized, all right, improv is everything. It's, it's everything. That is what I learned from my first thing. You need to be able to do everything off the cuff, right? Cause it was not the, it was not the same thing. I mean, it was similar, but it was not the same. So I was like, all right. And so it took me, I'm not even gonna lie. It took me like probably two takes, three takes to kind of like get into the rhythm of like doing improv kind of like what, cause the week up until then, dude, I was like going over what I had already done yeah, in my yeah. head. Just like studying right? like a script almost. Yeah, yeah. 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 So I was like, and then it was, wasn't, it wasn't like that. Um, so yeah, then they, <laughs> then he starts telling me what to do, start doing take after take after take, kind of changing it up, um, redoing some of them. Um, cause he, you know, they're telling me, all right, do this instead. All right. Don't do that instead. Like fix this, do this a little bit longer. And I'm just, you know, trying to do my best, you know, and, um, eventually, yeah, time gets called. That's, that's it. Like, that's the, a lot of time. I'm like, all right, that's it. And then I was like, holy shit. I will say one of the coolest things was the aisle. Like that thing was stocked full to the brim of Pepsi, everything. That was crazy. Everything was specific. Everything, you know, like, and I don't know if you realize this, you'll, if you go back to whoever's listening, if you go back into the commercial, whether it's the 30 second one or the minute long one, cause there's the two, um, two versions, every single scene has Pepsi somewhere that you can see, you know, naturally, but the whole right side of the aisle, except for like the plates or whatever I was putting away. Um, I mean, you, you see in the foreground, it's all just Pepsi stocked full on the, the cooler side. You can't tell, but they had pretty much taken out and taped up 
all of like the companies of frozen food Pepsi owns. That makes sense. So like that yeah. was all Pepsi products yeah, yeah, yeah. too. Like everything, you know, it was so sick. <laughs> it was, it was so sick. And honestly, at that moment, I was freaking hooked at that feeling. I don't know if it's like the, the narcissism in me or, or what, I mean, just like, it was just like being there and everybody was like looking at me and I was supposed to like do stuff and the camera, it was like incredible. Just the rush and just like the, like the feeling of like, you're, you're the guy. It, it's, this is you. I'm, yeah, I'm the guy. <laughs> I was the guy. <laughs> oh man. It's, I, yeah, yeah I don't. It was so bizarre, dude, though, while doing it. I was like, this is insane. Because especially, dude, I have never, ever done anything. I have never acted before. And honestly, like, my, my agent, like, he's like I, I was like, I have never acted. I was in theater in middle school, but I've never done anything. He's like, honestly, that's not that big of a deal. He said that some directors actually like that more because you're, you're more natural. Like in certain scenes, you're not programmed to like do certain stuff, right? Because when you become like a trained actor, I think a lot of the time directors see like the same thing over and over, right? So he said some some directors actually prefer if you don't really have any experience because you're, you're, you're a little bit more like, well, maybe you're tense, but if you can get over that, you're a little bit more natural with your, with what they're trying to convey. I don't know. But the whole time I was pretty self-conscious. I was like, am I doing this? good i yeah i don't know yeah i mean it um that all makes sense i was gonna say like when you're saying that like oh i have no experience in this other than like middle school theater it's like i wonder how many people like yeah like the directors of like oh yeah that, that makes sense it's like you know it's a commercial or it's whatever i don't want this to be an acted thing because you can tell when someone's acting you can tell when someone's just kind of going through it and it feels more mm-hmm. kind of like free-flowing as in like normal yeah and honestly looking back if you look at like the description that pepsi does of the commercial it's all of like everyday people you know just vibing out to the song like that was the whole premise and it kind of i mean how they portrayed it i mean yeah that's how it looks and so um but yeah i honestly didn't know when it was going to air i didn't actually know for sure if it was a halftime commercial or what until I kind of knew before it started airing that I was like, dude, this must, this has to be a halftime commercial. That's what HTS has to stand for. Um, and there were some other clues and I went back into the, um, the audition tape and it said halftime show. I was like, all right. I thought though, dude, it was going to be on during the halftime show. I had no idea that it was going to play for a month beforehand during every game and no lie, dude, no lie. They don't tell me when it's going to come out. Right. Cause they don't want me leaking anything. They don't want me knowing, you know, I mean, just secret stuff. I was in the middle of doing an audition, like self-taping myself doing an audition. When I get my money phone buzzes, I look a girl I went to school with uh, college with, I had her class with her like two and a half years ago, tags me in the weekend's Instagram post. And I'm, and that's how I found out it came out. It's a true, like found out on, on social media, like yeah, lived experience. Yeah. 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 Yeah, I was like, she tagged me, and so I was like, what? And I see the weekend, and I was like, no way. <laughs> and then I go, and I look, I'm like, there I am. I'm literally on the weekend's Instagram page right now. This is insane. And then I start, you know, looking at Pepsi, and I start looking at all this stuff. And 
slowly but surely people start. And then I repost it to my story naturally, naturally. And then, yeah, Dude, that thing was seen. People just start. So, yeah. So I, I actually deleted my Instagram like maybe a month or two ago. I, all I have is like Facebook for like two people that I'm talking to that only talk through Facebook and then like Twitter for news. So I had no idea mm-hmm. like at all. And this, any of this happening, I remember you mentioned that like, yeah, I can't say anything, but like I booked this thing and like, Oh sweet. Like things are going well. Like I didn't, you're saying the same thing. It's like, I don't know. Maybe it's like they're using a shot of like his knee and something. It's like I, booking something in general is good. Right. So I was like, especially now yeah. and I was like, Oh, that's awesome. Like he's out there for two months. He gets something. And then chase runs into my room. Uh, and he's like, Dude, if you, I, I know you don't have Instagram anymore. Look at this. And I'm like, watching it. And I'd heard that song, like, on a phone, like, four times before that. Like, what is – like, oh, Chase must have found some super funny video or something or whatever. Yeah. And then he, like, shows me. And it goes. I'm like, what? what? And it's, like, just like, yeah, same thing where it's just like, dude, it's it's just surreal. And as I look down, it's like literally, like, shared or liked or whatever by – and it says, like, millions. millions. And I'm like – Dude, like for the first one, that thing was saw by millions of people on the weekend's Instagram within like two hours. Yeah, it, uh, absolutely insane. Like, uh, dude, I was, I was, and I didn't know it was gonna be on TV necessarily either. And then pressed my friend Preston. He's like, "Dude, I saw you. It was on TV." Yeah. I was like, "Oh my god!" And then like even more people started hitting me. I'm be like, "Dude, I just saw you when I was watching the football game." I was like, "This is insane." Like, even, honestly, dude, if I don't ever book anything else ever again, I'm happy that I got this moment. Yeah, dude, this moment's huge, man. I was thinking about this, like, a little bit ago, where it's like, we should start, we got this obviously recorded, and we got the text and stuff, mm-hmm. but, like, taking notes down, because, like, again, if you start looking at it from, like, a, like, almost like the outside looking in, you're gonna think, like, it's stupid to think of it this way, but, like, if you look at it from, like, now, and then how all this stuff happened literally in the last like three, four months to like where it's going now. And like the directory, like this is like chapter three of like the autobiography and it's like the, yeah. the Pepsi commercial. This was like thing. the whole yeah. point of this. Yeah. This was the whole point of this. Yeah. So like for record to myself in the future, Ian, how, I don't know how this happened <laughs> to be honest. This was like fate or something, right? Like this, I mean, this was one of the first, 10 first six in, or auditions I got and I somehow got it. Um, and it all, I mean, it all had to do with like my look, right. Mm-hmm. Kind of like spiky blonde hair, a little bit different. I mean, yeah. you know, you buy them um, as a uh, I mean, that's shelf why, stocker at a grocery store kind of. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's why they, that's why they signed me because my look is different. I mean, this, that's why, I mean, one, that's why I got it Two, I mean, Ian, this is insane. Like you didn't see this coming. There was no buildup. It was literally just, it's the first thing I freaking got. Like, how insane is that? I still don't believe it. Like, like I don't know. Like, okay. Like, yes, it's it's insane to see me, like, on, like, you know, the game or, like, on Pepsi's Instagram, the weekend's Instagram on YouTube, whatever. It's, it's weird. I don't think I really, it's not really hit me, though, like, how insane this kind of is. I don't, I don't know if I know how to process because like I've known about this commercial, right? Like I, the shock value isn't as high as I think like my mom, or like maybe you, right? Like holy shit, like what, dude? You're because you're I, living I, it, man. Like I had all the yeah. It's the yeah, uh, it, yeah. That's the thing. It's I think back to like all those people that like you get on the news like once, right? I think that's something that happens to a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Like they interview for the, like a news clip, and it's crazy for you 
but like it's crazier for the people that are like taking it in that didn't live the experience because you did it you saw it you were there you're the one that's filming you're the one that gets past security i filmed like, this i filmed this over a month ago so it's been like four weeks since you had to like go through this but this is like everyone else going through it the first time yeah let's see let's see when i filmed it i have i took a video or whatever or photos it was like last week of december or november i believe yes yeah, so right after thanksgiving that would make sense Oh yeah. Okay. December 6th. It was filmed December okay. 6th. So literally like a month. Yeah. Yeah. A little over a month. And yeah, it's just nuts. It's, it's nuts from like this again, where it's like the whole thing of like when you're living it and you're in it, it's, it definitely is surreal. But like when you actually have proof of it and it's like, yeah, no, it's there. Like you're going to be able to, assuming YouTube stays up forever, if like go on YouTube and find this thing and like save it and, it's going to be like, again, who knows? And it's like, what if it's the thing that like blows up, like is maybe not the thing that blows up, but leads you to the thing that leads you to the thing that leads you to like, hey, we got the small role in a TV show for you or whatever. And it's just like, you just never know with that stuff. And I mean, obviously I'm in a, I'm, I'm like, I'll take whatever I can get, you know? And I mean, I got a call back today for something. So that thing I filmed or whatever, I got a call back. My call back was today and I'm sitting here with my inbox to my email actually open constantly refreshing waiting to see if i get anything because i should know either tonight or tomorrow i guess if i got it um i mean right now dude i'm literally like i've been praying all day i had the call back this morning um i can't say what it is obviously but like um i'm just hoping dude i mean that's all you can do and i mean like i had I mean, I know this is a biz where it's like, I'm going to have a bajillion auditions and I'm probably going to have, especially being new and I don't really know what I'm doing. I'm going to have probably like 15 callbacks before I actually get another, get book another one. Maybe, Mm -hmm. you know, maybe it's like that. I don't know. And I'm kind of like, that's what I keep telling myself. It's still though. I mean, that drive and that competitiveness though, if I don't get this, I'm still going to be pissed. I just want them all. Dude. Yeah, dude. I, that's that's the attitude you have to have for this stuff, and it's like that's what makes it a business. Yeah. So it's like the it's the pros and cons of it all. The pros of like this is a, a industry that if you have that competitiveness in you and you want to get and win everything, like hey, you need that skill. But at the same time, like that's what's probably driving most other people in this, and so you're up against just stiff competition all the time. And uh, I I again though, it's just like one of those things where. It's living Especially something. Especially when you don't know how many people yeah. are in it, though. <sighs> it, it, that's true, that's too. That's another thing. That's true, too. I don't know. So when I got, I mean, I probably can say this. There was two other people in my group for the callback. I don't know how many groups they're doing. The callbacks were yesterday and today. So it's two full days of callbacks. I don't know how many people there are. But I mean, like, everybody wants it. You know? It's a job, man. I want it. Yeah. All I'm saying, all I'm saying, I feel like I'm. Given like what had to be done, I I would be I want to see how much better other people were than me. <laughs> it was something that I feel like I did quite well. <laughs> anyway, no, that's fair. I th- um, no, I I think uh, again that's but, a, a, a needed like personality trait or quality or characteristic of someone that like has a chance. I'm not saying it guarantees that you're yeah. gonna make it, but like if you don't have that, no, yeah, it's... and I mean. I don't know. Who knows? Maybe this is that Super Bowl thing is the last thing I get. Mm-hmm. I, mean, I mean, it could be. Like, I'm not going to sit here and think that I'm the next freaking 
AT&T girl. I'm the next uh, State Farm guy. Yeah. Be pretty cool you if know? you were, though. Do I want to be there? <laughs> Hell yeah. Are you kidding me? I feel like that would be great for me. <laughs> It'd be great for anyone. Maybe. But like, I'm also, yeah, but I'm also not like naive enough to think that like that's going to happen. I also know that, yeah, I could probably have another hundred auditions and not nail one. I'm so new at this, you know? I mean, one of the, uh, I guess I have an, a primary agent, right? But the other one that emails me too, I mean, she's like, she even said new to the agency and already have a booking. Like that's like, congrats. So like, I'm sure that doesn't happen. Like, I'm sure, you know, like it's going to be, like I said, I'm going to have 50 more auditions before I nail one or something. I mean, just given like statistically, you know, it's, that's just like the biz. No. So it's like, I mean, like I said, like, we're just documenting this. Like, I'm still trying to figure this out. Like, I don't know what to expect. Although it's kind of, um, it's kind of bittersweet though, that the first one I nailed was that. And I got it kind of right away mm-hmm. because I mean, now it's just like, that's like my standard. Yeah, no, I, I get that. That's how I, I believe that's how they like hook you on gambling is you win the first time. And then you're thinking, Oh, I can win every time. And it's yours for back to it. But no, I think biggest takeaway that I have for it is all, it's like, man, like, I, like nobody could ever tell you that you didn't do it though. Right. It's like you went out there, you did it. Maybe it was, Hey, you couldn't be this level of success. Maybe it was like, Hey, you didn't work out the way you thought it would, but like no one can like look you in the face and be like, you didn't do it. Cause you can like, yeah, I did. I did it. Yeah. I, again, didn't get to certain levels, but I did it. Like, what the fuck did you do? I wasn't in the shot with the weekend. You're right. I mean, but I still, still share the same 60, 30 seconds as him. Exactly. I mean, um, yeah, I mean, I'm this this whole experience was going to be me signing a lease for a year and seeing what happens. And maybe in, you know, nine more months, it, it doesn't necessarily pan out the way I thought. And I have to move back and then I have to rethink and then go from there. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I mean, but it's the whole reason why I moved out here was to give it a try and just I have to move home. I have to move home. I mean. It is what it is, but at least I'm gonna, I'm just gonna try see see where this goes, you know. I'm trying to have that you know that the balance between like realistic, but also like, come on Ian, let's freaking make it. But also keep that like that thing like. I mean, you went out here on like a whim, pretty much. You know, it's not like there was anything guaranteed. Yeah, exactly. And I think the big thing too, it's like. That's what we talked about this last, pretty much, it's like whole well, last year where it's like you got to have that self-confidence, uh, borderline arrogance, but hopefully it doesn't go too far into arrogant. But, like, you got to believe in yourself that you can do it and that you will yeah. do it. And it's like, yeah, it's the whole thing. Where... What, uh, I feel like who was that football player that said, like, you don't call, like you, you can't be out here on the field not thinking you're the greatest player. That's probably every football player, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I yeah. mean, like, you have to be out oh, there. Yeah. If you're on that level, you have to be out there thinking that you're the best. Otherwise, you're just going to get stomped on. Like, if you truly think other people are better than you, then it's subconsciously going to affect your play. I mean, so I, I mean, like, yeah, I mean, I'm trying to come out here with that freaking intensity. Like, hey, man, they chose me for a reason. I'm bound to do something. Precisely, man. I think, again, you're looking at it the right way. But yeah, not try, <laughs> I'm not trying to get a big head or anything. No, no, no. Don't get me wrong. All these people hitting me up, has been really hilarious <laughs> because it's people that I haven't talked to in years. 
I haven't talked to some of these people in five years, dude. I believe it, man. I that that, that doesn't sound all abnormal. Of a sudden, all of a sudden, hey. I mean, a lot of them are just like, hey, I saw you on TV. That's insane. That's so sick. Uh, but then there's like some people I haven't talked to you in three years. And you all of a sudden you're like, how are you doing? Mm-hmm. What are you doing? You know, what are you doing now? Why don't you come back to the cities? I'm like, mm, I haven't talked to you. To see I you? Uh, never. You. Uh, like, never. Yeah. yeah. Like, I know, it's, it's funny. It's, it's cool. But like, I don't want that to get to my head, you know? It's, it's definitely, it's just that first round where it's, this is freaking hilarious. Cause yeah, dude, my phone has been pretty much blowing up every, since Friday through Sunday. It was just like, you know, but Hey, I know who, I know who my friends were. I know, you know, I know who I've lived with. I know who's been with me since the beginning. All right. Yeah. I think that's the big thing too, of like going forward with that, of just like, remember like who was there and yeah, it's the. Cause yeah, that's the, the fame and like the money and all of a sudden all that stuff. Like it's all the stories about how I get people just out of the freaking woodworks, man. of just like hitting you up and doing stuff. And right now it sounds like it's all innocent and it's just people like, Hey, oh, I know yeah. the guy in the Pepsi commercial. And that's awesome. Like, I think that's something that's yeah, whatever. That's all. Yeah. I mean, that's but, all it is. No, it's uh, but yeah, right. when you do need that like personal driver or like manager that used to work at a Arby Sabaro and, uh, is trying to set you up on dates <laughs> with Scarlett Johansson, you, uh, you, yes, you, you know you know who to call and uh i'll i'll figure out yes, a way I to do. come live in a, in a pool house or something or if you if you finally get that straight that, out of entourage dude it, it's it's how it started man Vinny chase modeling first and then all of a sudden getting gigs fingers crossed dude fingers crossed Put my life into entourage right oh man but um yeah i mean it is what it is it's pretty dope <laughs> last four days exactly or yeah, four days, I guess. <laughs> the week, yeah, over the weekend, four or five days of just nonstop. I'm sure it'll, I'm sure it'll be fun again, starting Friday again. <laughs> oh man, <laughs> when it starts, come back on air. <laughs> uh. uh, like how do I, how do, how do I, how do I like? Because like I am proud, right, of that, but like, like whenever I do something cool, I'm always, I always try to like how do I say that without sounding like a cocky asshole? That's a good question. I think that's cause like I dude, I posted it to my story on Instagram, just like the weekend's post. I didn't say anything about it because like the last thing I want to do is like come across as some jackass. Like, Hey, look at me. Like I'm like, that's not, I mean, I'm sure you know, I mean, you know, that's not like what I'm trying to be. Right. Like it's so like, for me, it's been weird because like, I do want to like, show people that like hey man like look at look at this like i'm proud of this like i'm stoked that i did this how do i do that without you know Mm -hmm. coming across as ass yeah i think uh i think that's something we we should talk uh off air about of coming up with a game plan and figuring out this this, these are the things you get to do now you get to develop (laughs) develop the brand the thing that like everybody is now like going against of like hating that statement but that's the real thing of like figuring out who do we want to be who do we want to present yourself as and like who are the people that will know hey i can kind of sift through the uh the fog or the mist of like what this is and i know who he is at the end of the day and who are the people that won't and will take it a, a certain way and do you care about those people and figuring out how to like live in both worlds that's the kind of stuff you get to start thinking about now man with you got an agent you got the, out out on <laughs> out on the beach every day 
uh, getting waiting on callbacks. I, I just being like, yeah, I just think saying I have an agent is just cool enough for me. Oh yeah, no, exactly. <laughs> um, but no, I think this is a good hopping off point for for this. And yeah, the plan is, although this has been a statement that we've made on this pod multiple times, the plan is hopefully to be more more consistent, more updates from from. Is it is it official? Should we just go with it? La Ian, we'll go with that working title from La Ian. No longer Ian the intern. <laughs> we'll get more updates from LA Ian on more than just the weather. Although probably the weather too, because again, it, it is miserable here and we do need some sort of like uplifting, uh, morale boosting kind of thing. Saving but, grace. Exactly. Um, but yeah, you can catch LA trip, baby 2.0. Yeah. Yeah. We'll have to plan that too. Maybe we'll do that in the pot of just playing that out and figuring that stuff out of, uh, doing that. But, uh, for LA Ian, no longer Ian the intern, uh, they call me Woody. We'll catch you next time. Uh, peace. Later. I've been trying to call. I've been on my own for long enough. Maybe you can show me how to love. Maybe. I'm going through a drought. You don't even have to do too much. You can turn me on with just a touch. Baby.